Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, welcome back to another episode of The Untamed Life. It's Christine Jewell, and today I want to share a couple things about what has really helped me and supported me in making quantum leaps in my life. I've gone through a lot of deaths and rebirths. I've gone through a lot of feeling catapulted into a new reality, a lot of upgrades, whatever word you like to call it. And there's some things that I regularly invest in, like without fail, without guilt, without hesitating, that I wanted to share because as I've coached many, many people throughout the years and I've seen people struggle with the same things over and over again, you know, it always kind of behooves me to see what the similarities are, what the things are that people invest in that are actually making these leaps forward where you go back and you see them maybe even like months later or a year later or two years later, whatever. And you're like, wow, like you've changed so much. You've grown so much. And then you go back and you see other people and it's like same story, different day, right? Still complaining about the same thing, still dealing with the same problems. It's Groundhog Day. And so... This really like, you know, I talk a lot about contrast, but this really came to light for me as I traveled back to Canada last week. And I really wanna make sure that I'm, I'm not saying any of this from a place of judgment, it's an observation of my own life, my own past life, my life today. It's an observation of the places I used to go, the people I used to connect with, I do connect with still. Um, so a couple weeks ago, I went back to Canada and it was beautiful. and. You know, this month, this last two months, really, I've just felt very quiet in my spirit, very quiet, wanting to go within, really wanting to disconnect from a lot of social media. I didn't, was not feeling like I could consume a lot of things energetically. I felt like I just needed to be really nourished, deeply nourished in relationships and to just dedicate my bandwidth, my energy, my time, my space to nourishing relationships. And so I went back to Canada to see my mom. I haven't seen her in a while since I moved to North Carolina. I went to see my son who's there. My my 18-year-old uh, daughter was going to drive down with me. And I wanted to connect with some clients face-to-face, -face, which is always amazing. You guys, I love Zoom. But, you know, it's just something different when you're having dinner with your clients or you're sitting out on the rocks by the lake doing some work together. And uh, just being in person is so key, as I'll talk about here in a little bit. But one thing I did notice is as you're dropped back into an old reality, you're dropped back, if you were to go back in time, right? And which is what it felt like to me. It felt like I was going back in time into another time and space, which I was. I went back to uh, Burlington, which is where I moved from. I, for those of you who don't know, who just started following, I recently moved to North Carolina. <clears throat> Maybe a couple months ago, we moved at the end of May, my husband and I, into our dream home, this amazing location. Like, there's so much more I could share about that. But um, 
we were just following the calls in our heart, following where the spirit was leading us, you know, without forcing, without fighting. And so we moved into this beautiful space. And I thought, okay, I want to go back. I had some things to clean up. So it'd only been two months, maybe since I moved here. And it's amazing what happens when you drop yourself into a new environment, right? You go back to your old one, and it can be a bit of a shock. <laughs> Not that there was anything bad or wrong with the old environment, but immediately it was like, I felt like a fish out of water. I just didn't, I didn't feel comfortable there in my nervous system. I was just like, I, it was so noisy. It was so busy. The hustle and bustle of the city, you know, we live in the country now. There's a different pace. It's much slower. It's, there's a lot more quiet, uh, stillness, nourishment here. It's lush. It's green. The house is spacious. And it was like, zoop. I was thrown back into my old reality and it felt, you know, really chaotic there. And it felt, you know, a lot of the conversations I was having, not with my clients, just going to put this out there, but with other people and the things that I was observing about, oh, these are the places I used to go or some of the people that I connected with that I hadn't spoken to in a while. I was like, wow, you know, driving through the town where I used to have the studio, uh, you know, that I shut down during COVID. I was like, wow, a lot of it is same old, same old. And I went to go, you know, get get some uh, spa treatments done. And one of the girls there I've known for a while, and I asked her, I'm like, how are you doing? What's new? What's going on? And she's like, well, you know, same old, same old, right? Same old, same old, same thing, different day, nothing new over here. And it's an interesting phenomenon because wherever I go, people are always like, tell me about you. Tell me about what's going on with you. I'm like, I want to know about your life. I've been following you. You're always going places. You're doing this. You're doing that. And I, I want to be clear. Like, I'd, I really want to be, you know, just sharing this from a place of inspiration that when people come and they want to always know, like, what have you been up to? What are you doing? I see you doing this. I see you doing that. And and it's it's beautiful to be able to share the evolution and share the stories and, you know, tell everybody all those things. And then I want to ask, like, what's going on with you? What has evolved? And I want to say, you know, sometimes people aren't aware. One of the big things is like, a lot of people are not aware of their growth. They're not aware of their progress. We're so programmed to look at what's wrong all the time, or how we're not moving forward, that we actually miss this and we don't appreciate it. And uh, you'll hear me say that all the time, what we appreciate appreciates. So as you don't appreciate the growth you've had, and you don't appreciate where you are today relative to where you were yesterday, it can feel like you're spinning in a wheel, right? Just cycling through the same thing. Um, and sometimes you are, right? Because nothing is really changing. You're dealing with the same shit, different day, same problems at home, same, you know, arguments, same clients, maybe same experiences day in and day out, same restaurant you always go to, same resort you always go to, like, you're in the drift of life. And so regardless of where you are, I just want to say, you know, it kind of, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart to have these conversations with people that my heart is like, oh my God, there's so much more. There's so much more depth. There's so much more richness. And it just breaks my heart to see. And I get that everybody is where they want to be. Everybody is opting into their reality. And, um, you know, I do believe that when people are ready to make the leap, the doors present themselves, the opportunities present themselves. And there are some people who say, yes, I'm going, I'm jumping through the door. And there's other people who are like, hesitate and not now. It's not a good time. I don't have enough money. You know, my husband won't agree. My wife says this, my kids, whatever, like blaming everyone else for the reason why they won't walk through the door, why they won't invest. And 
it breaks my heart to see this. And it broke my heart to see this when I had the wellness studio for all those years where people would come in like literally in so much pain in their bodies. And I would see these women come in, their hair's done, they have the nice clothes, they have the nice purse. And they'd be like, I can't invest in health coaching because, you know, it's too expensive or it's my husband won't support me or this and they would come up with all these excuses and the truth was like you know there you are with your hair and nails done in the purse and all this stuff this stuff that you're spending money on not investing in and you can't invest in yourself right you won't give yourself permission to invest in yourself without thinking it's selfish it's you know feeling guilty like you're taking something from someone else if you invest in yourself and this is a real deep running psychology it's a, it's a it's a mindset and a psychology and i believe a spiritual place of lack of disconnection from what matters most i'm calling out some things and um it's a distortion right of a lot of things and um, what I mean by that is, you know, somehow we adopt these ideas that, well, if I invest in myself, like I said, I'm being selfish, I'm taking an opportunity away from someone else. It's either this or that. It's the this or that mentality that I talk about a lot and really not moving into a place of what does it look like when this supports that, right? And this actually opens up more opportunities for that other thing to show up. And uh, this is true for any arena, whether it's wealth, investing in uh, new ideas, like investing in your health, like it actually opens up and multiplies space, time, energy, money, presence, um, opportunities. But we're so programmed in the world, you know, matrix that says like, it's either this or that you are going to lose, you're going to miss out. If you do this, then someone else is suffering. And that's what I mean by when I say distortion. So I just wanted to preface that, you know, what I talk a lot about contrast, but the contrast is going back to the places that maybe were your past, right? Time travel for a minute, go back one year, go back three years, go back five years, go back three months. You know, the more you do this work, the more you invest in things, the quicker you see, like also you start to see like a snowball effect of things, right? In the beginning, it might not feel it, but once you make it a regular consistent thing, it's like a snowball effect for real. So look back six months, one year, three years, five years. How different is your life today? How much deeper? Is it richer? Is it wider? Is it more connected? How have you evolved and grown as a man or a woman? You know, I just want to invite you to just pause, pause this podcast if you're listening to it and just reflect like, who are you now relative to who you were then, right? Are you more content, more at peace, more at ease with yourself, right? How has your life grown deeper and richer roots and deeper soil? Or are you growing more miserable as time goes on? Are you growing more lonely, isolated, disconnected as time goes on? Are you growing more frustrated maybe with the situations in your marriage or your business that you can't seem to quite <laughs> overcome the same battles? I really want to bring this up right to the forefront because if you're not growing, you're dying. If you know the number one sign of happiness in multiple, multiple studies over and over again is whether a human being feels like they're growing, progressing, right? Evolving. Micro adjustments every day make someone feel like, yes, I'm moving, I'm moving forward. When we don't move, we feel stagnant. When we are stagnant, we're dying. It's like still water. It's sick, it gets toxic, things, you know, brew under the surface. And, um, 
you know, I, when I said it breaks my heart, it's because, you know, uh, obviously a lot of the work I do has stemmed from a lot of the, the wounding in my childhood, as it is for most of us who are practitioners, healers, coaches, mentors, right? We had to overcome the wounds and the challenges and break the generational patterns, curses, whatever you want to call them, of our ancestors that were passed on and, and move forward with the gifts that that our ancestors and our the generations before us passed on, right? We want to move forward with the gifts, not with all the pain. We want to transform the pain. But for so so much of my life, you know, I got to witness, you know, watching my father just slowly over time become more and more isolated, more and more alone, more and more disconnected, more and more cynical. And I I love my father, and you know, I have a, a good relationship with him today. It just has broken my heart to witness, you know, his journey and his choices. And um, it was a huge motivator and a huge inspiration for me to really move the needle the other way in my own life. You know, I became relentless about it early on to say, I am going to move forward and grow and expand. And so I invested in myself from a very young age. I've just said, I'm, I'm doubling down on me. Like, you know, contrast is a great opportunity to look and say, that is not going to be my life, right? I am not going to end up looking like that, feeling like that, acting like that, speaking like that. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to create something different for myself, for my children. I'm going to change the story moving forward. So sorry, I was on my soapbox for a minute, but I'm off of it. So here we go. Let's jump in. Here's the things that I've invested in. I'm just going to go right in. So, you know, the first thing, I, and these are in no particular order, I just want to share them because I see that these are things that people sometimes hold back on or they feel guilty about. And I cannot stress enough the importance of really just invest, enjoy, savor, and then give back with all of these things. Invest, enjoy, savor, integrate. I missed that one. Like, right, move forward and give back. So the first one is quality nourishment. The first thing, and again, no particular order, but one of the things I invest in over and over and over again is high quality food, high quality nourishment, things that energize me, that infuse my body with life force. I do believe energy is everything. If you guys haven't listened to that first, one of the first four episodes, energy is everything, go back and listen to it. Because I work with so many people and I'm going to raise my hand on this as well, because I see it so obvious in my own life that much of the time that we feel unmotivated, when we feel stuck, we feel foggy, mentally congested, clear, unclear, overwhelmed. Um, you know, any of the times where we're struggling to like take action, to show up for our partners, to do the loving thing, you know, I don't believe it's a mindset problem. What I believe it is, and what I've come to know after years, decades of coaching, experiencing it in my own life, coaching people in the holistic health arena, in the high performance arena, in the life coaching relationship arenas, is that it is a capacity problem most of the time. Actually, it's an energetic problem. And what I mean by that is they don't have the mental energy, the physical energy, the emotional or spiritual energy and life force moving through them, aka bandwidth, right? The capacity to actually show up for the dreams that God placed in their heart right? They don't have the capacity to show up and be present for their partner because they're so freaking drained from 
you know, giving what little bit they had, the 50 or 60% capacity they started with at the start of the day, by the time lunch rolls around, they already feel like, oh my gosh, like I'm already drained, two o'clock to four o'clock, right by the time they get home or by the time they switch gears, many people struggle. And so I just want to say like capacity is something that just keeps growing deeper and wider and richer. We cultivate it. And so whatever word you like, I use these words interchangeably a lot, but the capacity, my mental capacity, my physical capacity, my emotional capacity, you know, really comes from investing in health protocols, in energizing practices. I'm not going to list any specific workout or any specific food or any specific diet, because I do believe that we go through seasons of life. Our bodies are different in different seasons, depending on our stress load, depending on, you know, how many kids are running around the house, depending on male, female, age, all of that. But what it is, is knowing and tuning into your body, like what does my body need in this season for deep nourishment? High quality food is hands down one of the things I consistently invest in, organic, grass-fed, local, as much as possible, finding farmers, butchers, um, egg ladies, you know, um, all of those things, investing in high-quality supplementation, IV therapies, infrared saunas, the list goes on and on. We actually just bought an infrared sauna for the house. I'm so excited. It's going to be epic. And I am very, very much a fan of using infrared saunas and light therapy um, but really what we're talking about is investing in putting more life force into your body. It is crazy how simple this is. It is crazy how much people resist this and think it's a luxury, but your whole body is a vessel for life force to move in you and through you. The amount of people that I've coached where I'm talking to them and they're telling me all this content and I'm like, all of that is irrelevant. Literally, there's no life force moving through you. And so one of the first things we do is start pushing, like not pushing, but like putting life force into them, infusing their day, their diet, their movements, um, their breath work, their sleeping, like all of this stuff to just infuse more life into their house, plants, lights, right? Like, are you investing in adding more life into your diet? So for me, it's hands down, like <laughs> I eat in high quality restaurants and I do not feel guilty about it, you know? And the thing is like, when you eat well, you feel amazing. Your capacity increases, your motivation. It's like, it just takes care of itself a lot of times, right? You're more inspired to act. You're mentally clear. Everything takes way less time, way less energy. And so you're literally collapsing time by doing this. Um, so if you, I'm just curious, and as I, as I say these to you guys, I want to, you know, check in, like when you go out and you're investing in a high quality meal, whether it's in a restaurant, whether you're buying organics, like, are you grumbling about investing in these things? Or are you doing so like, yes, it is delicious. And it is good. By the way, I have kind of fought these battles in the past with some of my, you know, partners and things who did not understand the value of these things. Right. And so I see a lot of people compromising or, well, my husband won't eat this or my kids won't eat that. So it's like mac and cheese for breakfast. I know that's not my crowd listening here, but, you know, it's something so simple and something so subtle that creates a massive ripple effect. So it doesn't matter what your spouse is doing. It doesn't matter what your kids want to eat or don't want to eat. It doesn't matter what you put in your food hole, your mouth, right? How you choose to breathe, how you choose to move. Like 
how you choose to nourish yourself is 100% on you. And I wanted to start with this one because this is an easy place to begin investing. And it, again, blew my mind where people would come in into the studio or whatever and would complain about having to invest in organic food for their meal plans or, you know, the couple hundred bucks for group training or even if, you know, it was $1,000 for personal training. Meanwhile, they're pulling up in a luxury vehicle. They're, they, they have the money, but they haven't invested in themselves and looked at this thing as a priority. The second thing I'm going to shift is travel. Oh, right, right? Like, the i i cannot stress the beauty of travel of experiences of novelty of adventure i am an adventure at heart and i will tell you traveling to new places novelty variety new cultures new experiences light up all the parts of your brain that create solutions that imagine that come into creative spaces vision planning, right? It gives you a completely different vantage point. It brings us back into childlike wonder and curiosity, which I, you know, fundamentally see as a huge, huge problem that we are so programmed to execute linearly, like A plus B equals C. I always have to be doing instead of being. I always have to be working instead of playing. Rather, what does it look like when work is play, right? And I can be while I'm executing at the same time, I can like be in the moment and actually enjoy the process. This sounds a little bit like, I don't know, I use these word hairy fairy or kind of out there, but like, it's just what we're talking about is slowing down and being where your feet are planted and enjoying whatever it is. Like right now I'm all in on this podcast. I don't have a bunch of other things open. There's no distractions, whatever, you know, I'm here and I'm loving putting these podcasts together. But I invest heavily in travel. I invest heavily in experiences and um, always have. And again, I'm going to thank my father and my mother for this. You know, we traveled the world a lot when we were kids. Of course, we were exposed to new cultures all the time. I moved countries almost every two to three years. My dad worked for the government. My mom is from Italy. So I also had this beautiful gift of enjoying delicious food as a young child in Italy, like soulful eating, like really having a healthy relationship with food. So these two, I really want to give thanks, kudos to my parents for instilling these in me. Because even as I was young, you know, mom was always and dad, you know, were very much encouraging me to go explore, you know, climb things, be curious. It wasn't this like, oh my God, don't go anywhere. It's unsafe. Like, even though mom was very cautious, I was really encouraged to go to explore. And um, I also was wild and free as a small child. I'm wild and free today. You know, you, there's certain personalities, there's certain little fires you can't contain, right? I have a, I'm a fiery element. I always was a little, you know, fierce independence, wanting to go and explore. And anytime someone tried to contain me, I was like, no, I want to go. But the gift there is, <clears throat> you know, when you invest in going somewhere, my husband laughs all the time, but I swear it's true. Every time we go away and we plan a trip, it doesn't matter if we're going to Mexico, we're going to the mountains, we are in South America or whatever. The minute we drop into this space, it's like new business shows up for us. New clients come in, new visions come in, like programs. We make epic connections like sitting by the pool and um, 
I think one of, you know, my husband's last VIP clients was like, we were just, he was just hanging at the pool, right? And just having a conversation. But it's like you're wide open and you're totally relaxed. Hopefully, right? I can relax and go play. And there is something magnificent that happens when we come back into that place, what I believe God created us to be in the state of childlike wonder to really be enjoying and delighting and playing on this planet that he put us on instead of taking ourselves so seriously all the time that we're always dissatisfied, always having to be somewhere else doing something else. I really do believe it disconnects us from the world of creativity, innovation, organic creation, not carbon copying, right? And factory reproduction stuff. Not What I mean by that is you're not just pumping out the same stuff day in and day out, but it really puts us into that state of receivership with God, um, receivership of opportunities, receivership of vision. And uh, this is definitely one of the things I really, um, when I'm working with my clients, I'm like, you guys, we got to invest. I want you to invest in some spaciousness, right? Go on an adventure, do that thing that your heart's been wanting to do, but you know, you have been afraid to step away from the office. And uh, even with Mark and I in our marriage, he was not used to traveling so much. They didn't travel when they were kids, right? Um, and it was really hard. It was hard for him in the beginning to justify, like, going away for more than a couple days, forget, like, a week. That was a big stretch. And being able to relax and being able to enjoy yourself, right? And um, I'll say, like, maybe this is one of the gifts I was able to bring into his life was this invitation for him to come and slow down and play a little and come back into that childlike wonder and also just reflect, right? Reflect with space, which provides a completely different vantage point. So how much do you invest in experiences that are new, that are novel, that put you out of your comfort zone, that take you into new places? The key here is not the same old resort, the same old location, the same old place where you're going to escape, right? I wanted to really say this because there's a lot of people who invest in experiences to escape. And going back to where I started in the beginning of this podcast, when it's kind of like same stuff different day. What I've noticed is there's a lot of escaping going on, right? Drinking to escape the day, right? Shopping to escape, going away on vacation just so that we can party for a week or whatever and escape the day-to-day grind. But then we don't really move into the place of expansiveness where our, you know, our soul is lit up, our spirit's connected, the childlike wonder turns on. Like, so there's a difference there between escaping and going on an adventure into the unknown places. So I invest in travel. And I just want to say this for the parents out there that my kids talk about this all the time. They love, love, love. They have so many experiences. We go through our pictures. It is the things that they talk about around the dinner table. It is the memories that come up. You know, it's like, it's like wisdom, it's gems, it's stories. And I believe stories are what really keep us connected. And we get to pass on these gems, these treasures as we move forward. So um, I will never look back on investing in any of these experiences, especially while I was young, while I am young, a young mom, you know, doing these things with my children instead of waiting for a later time, a later date, um, when I may not have, right? the the energy or the life force i mean i I, i'm not even going to say that because i think i'm going to be that like nine-year-old woman climbing a mountain i hope so and i believe so but travel and experiences adventure new experiences invest 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 my loves all right 
couple more I want to just unpack with you real quick and I'll buzz through these, but you know, relationships, really investing in relationships. And I want to say like the, the, the relationship that you're in and I, um, you know, really have invested in who is in my circle, you know, being discerning about who you allow in, who you allow in as your counsel, right? Inviting and investing the time, the space, the energy in the right relationships instead of just filler relationships. I just want to say that I'm not going to dive into it too much, but there's something so powerful about surrounding ourselves with people who are on the same growth journey as us, people who are invested in each other in serving and collaborating and connecting in our relationship with our husband or wife. Like, are you really investing in the time, energy, and the space? And this is the one relationship that, not one, I, I do believe relationships are sacred, but really investing in the relationship I have with my partner, especially my husband, because Again, I believe that this is such a foundation, right? The three relationships I've really invested in is the one with myself, my inner woman, my inner, you know, the, my soul, my spirit, right? The, the relationship with all the parts of me that, you know, the more I get to know myself, the more I'm comfortable with her the more I'm comfortable in my relationships outside of myself, I can bring to my husband, the relationship with my husband, I invest in because I believe it's so foundational to, you know, me being able to breathe and just go out into the world and feel free to create, you know, feel supported. This is so key whenever I coach men or women, if that foundational relationship with their partner, if they're not invested in it and they're not investing in it, they often feel very alone, unsupported, like everything is harder and not as motivating outside, right? Because it's like, what am I doing all this for? And I'm going to have to go home and explain myself or defend myself, right? And there's a fight instead of edifying and building and supporting each other. So I believe that when we invest the time, the energy, the space, and really getting to know our hearts and getting to know our partner's heart, right? And what he or she desires and spending quality time, there's a bond that forms that's like glue for a foundation for you to just like, you rocket ship off of, right? Um, and it gives us a better understanding of each other, of our dreams. And what do you value in your life? Like my husband and I were on a walk the other day. And um, I was like, you know, I haven't asked him in a long time. Like, what do you value in this season of your life? Like, what do you value most? Because I realized we were starting to kind of butt heads around some simple things, right? Things that I thought we were on the same page about, um, but we hadn't defined what that looked like. So I was curious. I was like, what's really important to you, babe, right now, you know, in this season of life? Like, what's important to you for yourself? What's important for us as a couple? What's important with the kids, you know? And just getting to know your partner today, who they are invest it in those relationships. And that includes your spiritual life, right? When I say I'm heavily invested in my spiritual life, that's still relationships. So I'm going to keep that with there in that category, because ultimately, I believe that my relationship with my inner spirit, the Holy Spirit, my relationship with God is the ultimate center point that guides everything else that I do. And the deeper I go into this relationship, the more intimate I go into it, the easier it becomes to make decisions, the easier it is to discern between, yep, this is a thing, this is not a thing, the easier it is to know what to release to let go of, right? The easier it is to say no to 
things that are not aligned for me. And the easier it is to say yes to the things that are, because it's not just me trying to think my way through it, but there's a spirit moving inside of me that's speaking to me saying, go, step away, do this, here's your assignment, right? Um, and there's an inner support of knowing that you're held by your heavenly father, right? That the path has been laid out before you, that you're fully supported, that the resources will show up in divine time and divine order. So when I talk about investing in the relationships, like all of these things, high quality food, travel experiences, relationship, these are things I'm talking about intentionally carving out time on our schedule. This is not just like, okay, these are my five habits and I have to check them off. But like, these are the foundational time blocks, chunks that get the first, the first of me, right? Um, and uh, I prioritize them. I heavily prioritize them. And um, so long in the past, I've heard people say, oh, must be nice, must be nice. You get to do this. You get to go travel. You get to. And I'm like, yeah, I get to. I get to because I choose to. <laughs> I choose to because I know how life-giving it is. I know how much these things multiply me. And regardless of where you are, how much money is in your bank account or whatever, I'll tell you, as I invest in these things, everything multiplies. Everything multiplies in my life. The last one I want to finish with today is investing in mentorship or coaching. Like this has been so monumental. I can't imagine the woman I would be today if I didn't really start. I started about 10 years ago investing in like paying for my own private coach. But before that, you know, I, I did the free things. I read books voraciously. I listened. I didn't listen to podcasts back then. It was tapes and courses and things like that, attending conferences. But, you know, there's so many ways to be mentored. You know, some of my greatest mentors I've never met before, but I've read like every book they had. And then I implemented as fast as I could what they said. And I, I'm a quick start. I'm that person that like reads a book and then like you get an inspiration. I'm like, okay, close the page, like bookmark it. I need to go act on it right now. Even if I don't figure it out or have a clue what I'm doing, I can look foolish, but I, I know that I want to like knock over the first domino because once I do, like the integration already happens. So regardless of where you at, you know, it can look like books and podcasts and, you know, going to live events. But for me, what I'm talking about is actually hiring a coach, a guide, a mentor, someone who's gone before me, that is where I want to be, who has, you know, has picked up the pearls of wisdom from experience so that I don't have to screw up the same ways, because there's two ways to learn. One is through experience, our own life experience, you know, hot messing things along the way and trying again and trying again and trying again. And the second one is by trusting, you know, guides who've gone before us, mentors. And so for me, finding people that, you know, and again, this is just how I roll. It's like once I get my mind on something, I'm like immediately, I'm like, who does that? That I know, like who's gone before me? Like I want to get to know them. I want to connect with them. I want to hire them. And, um, you know, this is so big, you guys. And I have invested heavily in mentorship and coaching. And sometimes, you know, I mean, not sometimes. In the past, some people thought I was crazy, whatever. I don't care because I would not be the woman that I am today if I hadn't done it. I wouldn't have the life I have. I wouldn't be so clear on my business just to have that place to go, that person that can say, okay, here's where I know that you are because I was there. Here's the path before you who can challenge me, who can call me out on my BS. And um, I love 
you know, to just go, okay, who's my person going to be? Then I decide and I take action. I was listening to another podcast the other day. I forget who it was, but it was great. I love what she said. And she was talking about why she loves coaching athletes. And, you know, I'm an athlete and I've always been an athlete my whole life. And so I could totally relate to this, but she was saying why she loves coaching athletes. And by the way, you don't have to be an athlete to be a great student. But the one thing that athletes do have down in spades usually is that when a coach tells them to do something, they just do it. They don't argue. They don't hesitate. They don't ask for an explanation why. It's like, here's the drill. Go run it, right? You don't necessarily know why. It's like karate kid when, you know, he's waxing on and waxing off and he's like, what am I doing here? But you do it. You just do it. You know, you dribble the ball the million times. You, you know, you run the sprints. You take it to the track. You, you know, you, you swim the laps, whatever it is. You do the drills, the swimming drills, because you know, you trust your mentor and you just know, like, this is part of the foundation to get me to the next step. And so, you know, I just wanted to bring that up. If you are hiring mentors, you're hiring coaches, like, are you just taking action? Are you also trusting to implement, right? And again, I think you have to find the right one where there is trust, there's alignment, like, you're obviously going to hire someone that resonates with you that is, you know, a full yes, but they're going to challenge you if they're a good coach, a good mentor, they're going to take you into some unknown places where things are going to feel very unnatural <laughs> to your old self, right? Your old self, your fleshy self, your egotistical self, the one that wants the comfort. And the question is, are you going to implement fast. This is why I say hesitation is disobedience to the spirit. Just act, move, right? Because the minute you do, it's like you get a new experience. So the last area there, you know, I just wanted to say is the one area I've invested heavily in is coaching and mentorship. There is a good chunk of my income that goes towards it. And it's a significant amount, but I cannot tell you the ROI on this, my identity, how it's evolved throughout the years, the connections and networks I've made, the work I'm doing, the experiences is because of this. And also the tribe of people that I get to meet who are also investing in themselves at the level. And, um, I know that I will never be without a mentor. I will never be without a mentor or a coach or some sort of guide in my life, multiple guides at a time for different areas of my life. And in fact, you know, that kind of brings me to the place that a lot of men and women, men that I coach have multiple coaches, have multiple mentors, right? Maybe um, business advisors, um, you know, advisory groups, a business coach, they'll work with me for their relationships, their spirit to really move them into that next place that, that catapult them into the next quantum leap, doing the inner soul work, the identity work, right? The relationship work, they, they might have other mentors in their life as well, like personal trainers or health mentors, right? So I see this a lot. And I'm a big, big fan of investing in yourself. And um, I know this could seem like a lot of things, but I'll tell you, it's funny, it doesn't matter how big or how small the investment is, it's just that you start. Because once you start, it begins to multiply, the seeds multiply fast, and then you will invest in bigger and bigger levels, right? You'll be more and more comfortable investing at deeper levels, because you will see the fruits of your investments. Um, so yes, this is not a financial return <laughs> podcast episode. However, I will tell you that, again, as I have hired coaches and mentors to help me with my identity, my, my mindset, my energy, like 
all of it, who I show up, who I hang out with, why I'm doing what I'm doing, my financial, um, you know, capacity has increased to make more money, to invest more money in things, to experience more beautiful experiences and buy this dream home and all the things is because I'm more and more aligned, right? More and more connected to my authentic self. And I'm more and more obedient, honestly, to the spirit more than anything, more than I've ever been in my life. So I hope that um, these things resonated with you. Uh, just a recap, number one, highly investing in quality, life-giving, energizing practices. I will start with high-quality food, high-quality water, high-quality things that you put into your body. Number two, travel, experiences and adventures that get you out of your comfort zone, that put you into novel environments, right? That activate that childlike wonder. Man, it does, it's like healing medicine for any sickness in your body. It's amazing medicine for a disconnected relationship. If you go on an adventure with your partner, it's beautiful connection medicine. Number three, relationship. Relationship with yourself, relationship with your partner, relationship with God. And the last one was investing in mentors or coaches. And don't be cheap, right? Don't be cheap and be like, well, I'm going to just, I'm going to get, you know, invest the bare minimum. At the time of this recording, I'm investing a huge amount for one month of coaching just to work with someone for one month. Um, the, the biggest investment I've ever made, but I know that this one investment is going to return 10 times over, maybe 100 times over, right? Because I'm going to show up. I'm going to do the drills. I'm going to implement fast and I'm going to lean on my mentor to really show me, you know, the the places or guide me in the places that I may be having a hard time reflecting and seeing myself, right? It's great to coach yourself up to a certain point, but then you need those other eyes, you need those other ears. So you guys, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for being here on the Untamed Life podcast. If this was helpful for you, I would love, love, love to hear from you. You can connect with me on Instagram at the Christine Jewel, or you can click on the link below, connect with Christine Jewel. I'd love to hear what you guys are enjoying about the show. I love it when you screenshot this, post it on Instagram on your story and tag me or tag the Untamed Life podcast. Um, until next time, here's to loving fiercely, leading courageously as warriors of the heart. Remember to invest in yourself. You are your number one asset. Bye for now. All right, here it is. I am so happy to announce that the five-day relationship course is coming to you this September. People are always asking me, how do I call in the partner of my dreams? How do I call in the relationship I know God has for me? I desire so much more. I'm longing for so much more affection and intimacy. And yet, no matter what I do, I keep cycling through these old loops. Guys, this is it. This five-day live course with me is going to take you the exact foundational steps, trainings, and process that I went through in order to get raw and real with myself about where I was misaligned and where I was mismatched between what I was attracting and the relationship God had designed for me. Once I went through this process, I got things aligned. I ended up meeting my soulmate within a few months. And you guys know the story. Here we are today. We're married. We just moved into our dream house. It's the foundational work that I do with so many of my VIP clients, my one-on-one -on -one clients. And for the first time ever, I am putting it together in a beautifully packaged, simple, and very powerful five-day micro-immersion course 
I will be hosting this live one time around. And after that, it's going to be a self-paced course. So if you are ready to receive the relationship that your heart has been longing for, make sure you follow the link in the comments to get all of the details and to sign up for this one time live program. Prepare to receive. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors. Here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.